Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we have found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame, helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. Hey there, this is Virginia. Before we head into today's podcast, I'd like to let you know about a couple of offers from V. Labasi Transformational Coaching. The first is a three-card oracle reading. This is a half-hour session, free of charge, that will help you begin a deeper conversation with yourself. The second is a half-hour coaching session, also at no cost, if you're curious about the process and would like to try it out. You can find links for both of these opportunities in the show notes. Get a spot for yourself and be sure to share this with someone you know who might also be interested. And as always, thanks so much for your support. Let's go listen to the podcast. This is episode 65. We get right to it today. No chit chat, no opening questions. This week, Pam and V are talking about practical tools that can bring us closer to clarity. While none of these are quote-unquote new, this conversation may remind you of a few simple ways to help get yourself back on track. So we've been talking the last couple of weeks, Pam, about getting off track and then getting back on track, uh, how that's different how that feels different, how each of us has noticed that differently this time, what we're learning, which is kind of the rhythm of every series or string of conversations that we have around a topic, right? So one of the things I wanted to bring up today is some ways to add this into everyday life. Because in my experience, I can make all the mouth noises that I want and talk about like, I would love to have clarity around this. And I think it would be beautiful to set myself up for success around that. Those are wonderful long-term goals. And where do I start? Because we talk about finding the next right step. Yeah. So today I want to begin by offering some next right steps that feel doable and practical and also feel geared toward this, how do I shift back on track once I notice it? Does that make sense to you? It does. Thank you. Do you feel like this is something that you would have found helpful in the past few (sighs) weeks or months? I'm I'm asking for a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And and, and laughing at myself because a lot of my stuckness was around how do I begin and what is the right thing to do? Or, and yeah. I never even had a connection at that point to what do I actually need? Right. So it was more about like, oh, this magazine says this, or this talk show host says this, or this celebrity says this, you know, mm-hmm. which, and, mm-hmm. um, I trust Dwayne the Rock Johnson as much as anybody. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, I think, I think there was just a lot of um, things that weren't really the right fit for me and many times very lofty and big and uh, unattainable, but there is an energy into beginning and there's an energy into kind of having a solid foundation that I had no awareness around. So highly relatable. (laughs) And so what I want to um, offer today is some ways to take that first step to say, you know, I don't know what this is going to look like in another month, but I know what I can do right now. So I'm going to offer the the ideas first. So these are not sequential steps. It's not the first one is the one you do first. It's just the idea that I wrote down first. (laughs) And you can mix and match them. You can try one for, you know, five days or a week and see what works. The first one is declutter your space. Uh, A long time ago, I ran a 30-day like a 30-day Thanksgiving in November, because in North America, some people celebrate Thanksgiving. And I thought, what a great way to get us ready for the holiday season, right? To start by being grateful for what, where we are, who we are, what's around us. Um, And one of the things I offered to people was to find three things every day to take out of your space, whether it's stuff that you put in the recycle pile, stuff that you give away, stuff that you re-gift, stuff that you throw away this is how we release our attachment to things, right? So in the last couple of months, I've had some upheaval in my office space. There was painting going on and people were in and out of the house. And I um, packed a bunch of stuff up in boxes and those boxes have been cluttering the edges of my space. And they've been in my visual point of view. Every time I walk by here, every time I walk in here, they're there. And I've been working and talking with a friend of mine, doing my own work, and she's doing hers and we're in it. (laughs) Uh, And one of the things she reminded me of today was about the letting go. And what would it look like to just give those boxes away without even looking at them? And I was like, that makes me a little nervous. And she was like, okay, then give yourself permission to look in them for 10 minutes. Set a timer, see how long 10 minutes is, see if it's enough time for you to look through the box. Take out anything that speaks to you. You can't take out everything. And I was like, okay, fair. And I came home and I did that for about an hour. And I actually was able to clear out a lot of emptiness that was just taking up space and creating visual clutter and dissonance. And just doing that felt so much lighter today that I was like, oh, yeah. I get to do this too. So declutter your space was the first one that I wrote down. The next one is declutter your mind. And this is something that you can do. Uh, There's an exercise called a brain dump. And a lot of people talk about it a different way, uh, in different ways. A friend of mine calls it a brain sweep. Uh, You could call it decluttering your mind. And it's a way to make mental space. So again, set a timer pen and paper. This is not a computer keyboard thing. There's a, so neurologically, I'm going to geek out just a little bit. (laughs) Neurologically, there's a process that our brains go through when we are actually writing with a utensil on a piece of surface. 
because we get that tactile feedback in our fingertips and in our hand muscles and in our wrist muscles, our arm muscles, all the way up through the body. So there is some message of processing that our brains go through when we're writing by hand that is different than when we type. And the same way as when we say something out loud, our brains process it differently. It's, the, it's a kinesthetic sense, a fancy word for our bodies feel it and it lands differently. Make sense? So set a timer for 15 minutes, pen and paper, pencil and paper, whatever. It's up to you as long as it's paper. Um, and just write for 15 minutes about anything that comes up and out and don't stop. There's no self-censoring. There's no editing. There doesn't have to be punctuation. It doesn't matter. No capitalizing, nothing. Just start writing. Um, even if, speaking from personal experience, <laughs> you start by writing, I have no idea what to write. I feel stupid. This feels ridiculous. I have no idea what I'm doing here. This feels like a waste of my time. Why is it important that it feels like a waste of my time? What's important about any of this? That's sometimes where we start because that's the first thread we can unravel. What makes this feel stupid? Why do I feel self-conscious about this? What's going to come up in this exercise? What am I afraid I'm going to write? <gasps> what? <laughs> the key is to just keep writing, not to censor. If you really want to get into it with this, I may suggest writing with your eyes closed. It's a beautiful exercise in really having no attachment to the words that are coming out. Because when you open your eyes, you just see the scarbled mess. It looks like tangled strings, right? And then you can just tear it out and make it confetti or burn it or recycle it. Um, I was going to come up with another way to do it. It'll come back around. It doesn't matter oh, I know, is to take a really small piece of paper, like a post-it note, and just start writing. And every time you get to the corner, turn the page and just keep turning the page so that you start writing over what you were writing. Similar idea, except with eyes open. Um, so declutter your space, declutter your mind, declutter your body, move around, change the air in your lungs, sing, shout, I mean, don't shout at somebody, but just if you have a space where you can shout, use that energy to shake up the air in your lungs and just get it out there. Uh, move your body in ways that feel good to you. You don't need to do a 45-minute yoga video. You don't need to go for a run. You don't, need, you don't even need to go outside. You can. It's, some people feel like it's better, uh, especially on a day like today, the summer solstice. You can get bare feet and ground yourself if you can. Go ahead and do it, uh, but really just move your body. If you have a place to lie down, just start by putting your hands over your head and taking a deep breath while you're lying down fully supported. Just allow yourself that luxury and feel supported, right? Feel every part of your body being supported by the surface you're lying on or feel the spaces in between. Maybe there's a space between the back of your neck and the surface if it's a harder surface. Just be aware, bring your mind to the present moment in your body. That's a beautiful way to get clarity. Um, stop multitasking. This one hit. 
this one really hit. Um, so we've, most of us uh, have bought the lie that multitasking is effective because it helps us get all the things done at once. And while we do touch all the things, we're not doing them well. We are not giving them or ourselves the time and attention that they deserve, whether it's tending littles or washing dishes or running errands or having a conversation with a friend. It is a much different energy if you and I are talking and I pick up my phone, even to check the time, right? It's disruptive. When we multitask, we rob ourselves of the pleasure of being fully participatory in one thing and having the pride and the satisfaction of a job well done. We also, if it's a person, or even if it's a project, we rob the person or the project of our best energy, of our best self. So they don't necessarily have a fulfilling experience either, right? Uh, And then the last thing is to be grateful. And I know that everybody is telling us right now, be grateful. Gratitude is where you need to be. You know, be thankful. Write three things down every day that you're grateful for. Find a way to thank somebody. Write a note. Send a text. Do the things. Be grateful. Put a smile on your face. Some people say, oh, that's dancing around the edges of toxic positivity. You know, just making it light and fluffy all the time and not acknowledging the shadow aspect of it. I don't know that I agree with that. Um, What do you think about gratitude? What's your experience? Do you have a practice? What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I love all of these and, (laughs) and I wrote everything down because I, I need, uh, I need a little grounding. I need Mm. to, I need a, this really gets to the getting back on track. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, so with the gratitude aspect, aspect of it specifically, I've gone through so many phases of this and, um, I think for a long period of my life, it was a fear and negative, like looking for the worst. So it was hard to be grateful. I don't think I ever said that out loud until just this moment, but the truth was I couldn't find, I couldn't see it even though it was right there because I was on guard all the time. So then there came a period over, in my later, you know, in my probably, probably started in my 40s, really. Um, doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean that I didn't have moments of it. But I, I, I didn't appreciate the power of gratitude in, in the way that I do now. And so, but there came a, a time where I started to look at, <clears throat> I wonder if there's anything else beyond this kind of <clears throat> negative space and when I say negative space, it was mostly negative about myself. And that sort of like, I've just got to get through the day, kind of a, a a period that I was going through or life I was going through, really. And little by little, I started to really add gratitude in. Um, and it was so surprising that I think people started to see me as someone super positive. You always see the good in things. And I was chuckling inside like, well, that's, (laughs) I'm glad you think that. Um, But here's what gratitude did for me. It, 
it widened my perspective. And all of a sudden, I started to see a little bit of the good in myself as I saw the good in others. I could easily, <clears throat> could easily see the good in others, but I could not see the good in myself. Um, and so it just widened my perspective in a way that gave me more space, more space to be, more space to discover. And I've gone through many practices with it. Um, I, for a long time, I did at the end of the day, three things I'm grateful for. I did, I would write them down. Sometimes I would say them to myself in bed. I went through all different versions of this to the point in the best way possible. It's just become a very natural thing. So I often will say in a conversation, I'm so grateful for this, or I'm so grateful for you. It's often about people. Um, in my work life, in our uh, when we have uh, sort of a daily check-in, we almost always start with a gratitude and we get to share it. So I have a practice every week where at least four times a week, um, specifically, I'm sharing what I'm grateful for today out loud to other people. And there's something that feels really wonderful about that too. Mm. Um, so I really feel like I found the solidness in it that helps me to not just be in the negative space and also not be in <clears throat> the solo positive space, but to be in the realistic space of <sighs> savoring a moment that, that I've lived and really truly being grateful for it. Yeah. <sighs> I'm soaking all of mm -hmm. that in. That is so lovely. And that's really how the cycle perpetuates itself, right? Yeah, yeah. We start by, sometimes I say to people, tell me right now, what are three things you're grateful for? Don't say, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my home, I'm grateful for my health. Give me three specific things you're grateful for. I've had people say things to me like, I'm grateful for chocolate chip pancakes. And I'm like, yeah, me too. You know, it's, it, it is a really wonderful practice. Um, and I really, I really love all of the things that you talked about today. Uh, I think that, um, I think it's, I think it really starts with you know, when we feel disconnected, how do we reconnect? How do we get back on track? Mm -hmm. And so, and so having actual practical things to come back to has been really, really helpful for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been through so many phases of finding myself and <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, and I, as I as I'm Preach, thinking sister. about it, yeah, as I'm thinking about it, like it's all about love. Everything mm -hmm. is love, and I'm I almost I can hear myself sounding mocking, but I what I mean is, it, there I don't was, hear that in you at okay, all. I felt it a little as I was saying it because because it, it there was it was more airy and not as tangible as I needed. I needed, you know, it it truly yeah. I do believe. Yeah. that the most important thing is love and that mm -hmm. I want to I exude that and I want to feel it. Mm -hmm. um, but I also need, you know, not even but, 
that extends to myself. That extends yes. to how I, how I take care of myself, how I do these things. And it has to, it has to. And so, you know, having the gratitude is really helpful. Uh, you know, you talked about, um, decluttering the space. And I've got to tell you, I'm an, I'm a really aesthetic person. I really appreciate beauty and creation and all that. And I can tell that I'm off base when there's many objects on my desk and surfaces in the space I live in. And I do regular clearings. Um, but true confession, there is a room that is technically a bedroom, (laughs) that is looks like a warehouse you know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and it and I just you know there's something about that that is like a blocker for me and sure yeah so it's kind of like well I close the door I don't see it I know it's there there's still a big blocker (laughs) there yeah that's pretty good size yeah it's 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 been cleared many times and it just keeps filling back up so what is that about you know, that's kind of one of those things. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, asking for a friend, what would it yeah. look like to unpack that uh, yeah. by literally opening that door? Yeah. And just three things a day. That is manageable. I'm so glad you said that again, because that is manageable. It feels daunting right now. Of course. And it's, uh, it, it's just been the thing that I said after the last time, I'm not going to fill this room back up. It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's not just me, right? There's another person no. involved in that. Oh, it's kind yes. Of 50% is my stuff. But yes. once it started filling up, I started yes. filling it up too. Cause why not? Cause why not? Yeah. I... But the, you know, three things a day. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say right now out loud with, for, for myself and, and to you and to whoever's listening Starting today for a week, I'm going to just, and I'm only, I'm giving myself a short time because I want to be successful at this. So starting today, I'm just going to get three things and, and uh, take them away. Um, And one of the tools that I've used in the past is to have a box kind of near the front door or in the space of that area where I can drop the things and then I'm not literally going to run something over to a thrift store. Yeah. I might, if it's something that needs throwing out, I can, I can do that. Yeah. But, uh, but I can just do that uh, three things a day for this week. And then at the end of that week, take it someplace. That yes. I'm going to commit to. Of all the things that you talked about, that's what I'm capable of right now. Nothing else. <laughs> what do I most want yeah. right now? What do yeah. I most need right now? Yeah. And what can I handle? Yeah. I just need to get through that stuff. Because if you said, oh, I have to clean out that whole room. (sighs) That's what's stopping me. Right. Because of time and energy. And I need some buy-in from another person that that shares a space with me. A hundred percent. So we talked about it recently, right? And and we kind of came up with a very big time frame so that we don't feel the pressure. Right, Um, right. But here's the truth. Yeah. I have to start. And let I it begin can, with me. Yeah, I have to start. <laughs> so I can, so now of this list for yourself, because I love that you said it's not in any particular order. And, and I also know that each of these means something specific to each of us. Yes. What is the thing on here that's calling to you? Uh, 
my ego said, declutter your space because you already did it, right? So you get a win for today <laughs> and a gold star. <clears throat> really? In truth? Because yeah. I have been thinking a lot about speaking truth since we had Cat H. Bradley on our show. Yeah. That's a whole nother discussion yeah. for a different time. In truth, what I need to lean into more is gratitude. Mm, okay. Because I say I do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I sure as heck talk about it because it's yeah. so easy to talk about. And everybody goes, oh, that's such a good idea. You, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. And I go, oh, my ego says thanks to you too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That feels so. <sighs> There's a little clarity for you. <laughs> so it's not declutter your space because I did already do that right in this moment. And truthfully underneath that is gratitude, yeah. being grateful for what I have and allowing myself to detach from all that I do not need that could serve somebody else so much better because it's not serving me just sitting in a box in a space somewhere. And if I haven't even thought about that box for the last, oh, year, chances are I could drop it off without looking in it. There's a little tiny bit of me, though, that's like, just take a peek. Just see if mm -hmm. anything on the surface looks important. Yeah. Yeah. Which I will allow myself to do until I recognize that I don't need to. Yeah. So with the gratitude... Let's get specific. With what, the gratitude. What feels right for you? What kind of time frame do you want to do? Just so you have a little bit of structure around it. That, that is part of coaching. Oh, That's yes. part of how we Providing help people. Providing the structure. And I am one of these people who has this creative, like, I need the muse to show up before anything happens. But my muse is often structure. I've been recognizing yes. that. Giving myself some structure. Uh, and some parameters that are very attainable, like three things a day for seven days, I can do that. That doesn't feel like a mountain. So for you, what is your, what, what do you want to do with this when you said, I need, I need more gratitude in my, in my daily life? What does that look like for you? It means starting the day with... My first thought being not what time is it, but what am I grateful for right now? Starting my day there. So your first thing will be a thought of gratitude. Yeah. That's lovely. Because if I do it first thing in the morning before I even get out of bed, yeah. if I practice that for, I'm going to do it for seven days. So until next week. How's that feel? It feels powerful and purposeful. Yeah. yeah. How does it feel for you to think about three things a day? The same thing. It feels like I have some structure. I'm looking around. I see five or 10 things. I'm going to pick up three just from my desk. 
and it's only half cluttered now. So I haven't reached the saturation point, but it's, it's just got the messy edges to it. Mm -hmm. um, I purposely have a very big oversized desk because I, and it's, it's just like a big giant block of white on four little legs. And I really like that space, the spaces. So for me, it feels like, ah, uh, just, just taking three things off is going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. So it feels, it feels nurturing. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is so beautiful. I love that you started off with some practical things and now we're really into the feelings of it. It's great. I mean, that is sort of, to me, that is life. You know, it's not all, I love those poetic moments of life. Mm -hmm. And I also love like making like, I don't know if I know everybody doesn't love this, but one of the things I enjoy about cooking, I really love the prep of it, but I also like to clean it up and to kind of, there's a ritual in washing the dish and putting the silverware away. And mm -hmm. so I just, I really have a practical side, um, but I need both. I need the poetry and I need the kind of the, the hands-on practical part of living my life. Yeah. This is how we bring magic to the mundane. Mm. This is how we find those gems yeah. in the everyday moments, right? Well, I guess we'll have something to share next week. <laughs> Shall we report back in? Yes, let's do that. That sounds great. Yeah. Thank you, Virginia. Pam, it is truly my pleasure. Thank you so much for this space, for this conversation. It's always so delightful to get to do this with you. Yeah. I feel the same. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for messaging us. Um, we are very, and this is very true. I know we say this every week, but and this is very true. We are very grateful for all of you. Indeed. Yeah. All right. I will see you next week. Take good care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. To share your comments, your questions, your ideas, and to reach Pam directly, please email coachpamdavis at gmail.com. If you'd like to find out more about Virginia's work, please visit her website, www.vlbassi.com. We look forward to joining you again next week. And remember, change is an inside job.